Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. On July 6, 2023, all of your entertainment content in one place. Let's get into it. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, I got some non-Bachelor news that we'll get into. Britney Spears in a kerfuffle of sorts. We'll uh, have that story. And uh, some more information on the uh, sub- uh, submersible implosion, Ocean Gate, suspending all operations. Boy, newsflash. Duh. And I've also got Jason Tartik explaining what this new social media trend is, threads. So we'll get into that story. And also on the back half of today's podcast, we've got a soft spoiler. And by soft spoiler, I mean we have charity season of The Bachelorette. Uh, it's kind of rumor who the top four are well she might have followed somebody's relative and we covered that whole story so if you don't want the spoilers even remotely you know these aren't uh, for sure spoilers these are just could this be types of moments if you don't want those we'll give you plenty of time to end the episode but in the meantime we'll get into all of your content uh with regards to what this new social media trend is i know you've been wondering about it if you've been online it's taken the world by storm Mark Zuckerberg dropped a new social media platform. We'll get into that in a second, but first let's talk about our sponsor, Microdose Gummies. It's an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. As you guys know, Microdose is sponsoring us for the whole Bachelorette season. They help curb your anxiety and it keeps my creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. Trust me when I say when I'm done recording this episode, I'm going to have a little Microdose and that's what I like to do, a little Microdose and a little iced coffee and I'm going to go sit by the pool and read a book. That's how I'm spending my day. Microdose Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. Again, microdose.com, code RUSHHOUR. All right, let's get into this first story. Jason Tartik is going to explain for us on an Instagram reel what Threads is. Have a listen. We've seen apps be hyped up and flop like Clubhouse. We have seen apps like TikTok be hyped up and succeed. But today, you must know about an app that is taking over the entire world and it was released yesterday. It's called the Threads app. It is founded by the same founder of Facebook and Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg. He has been working on this for over a decade and released it at the perfect time. Twitter, which is owned by Elon Musk, has been a complete disaster since he took over. And just this past weekend, he had so many issues with the user base. And what a perfect time for Mark Zuckerberg to launch. When Twitter launched, it took them over two years to get a million plus users. With Threads launch, it took them seven hours. They are taking the world by storm. All you do is go to the app store, download the threads app, and you can participate in the conversations. It's free flowing, so far open-minded, relatively friendly. I'm not sure where those trolls are, but we'll take it. Conversations just about thoughts, ideas, communities, education, insight, hilarious comments and comedians just going at it. It's been really good. So do yourself a favor, rip those walls down if you're not one to change quick. Download the app, link it to your Instagram. You'll follow the same people you follow on Instagram and you'll be in the game. Let me know if you have any questions in the comments below. 
Yeah, we've so, seen. So my thought with Thread so far is obviously it's going to grow faster than some of these other apps because it automatically links your Instagram followers and this and that. But still, it seems like a pretty good, um, you know, app that um, will will serve a purpose. You know, you know, Instagram's such a bad app. I mean, as far as the actual tech side of Instagram, you got to like type in you know words, quotes, and share them as photos. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I like a good social media beef. I enjoy that. Mark Zuckerberg fires away at Elon Musk's Twitter as rival app debuts. So um, someone said, uh, Mark Cuban said, hey, Zuck, you sure you have to open this up to everyone? It's pretty nice right now. Amazing people on here. And then Mark Zuckerberg responded, the goal is to keep it friendly as it expands. I think it's possible and will ultimately be the key to its success. That's one reason why Twitter never succeeded as much as I think it should have. And we want to do it differently. Yeah. I mean, I think, I agree. I think we need social media that's more pleasant and less just random accounts who want destruction. It's almost like this. Would you rather walk a beach that has a bunch of sandcastles or watch a, walk a beak, beach that has a bunch of people that have kicked down sandcastles? That's what a lot of the fighting on social media seems like to me. Just people that want um, destruction. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg said, it'll take some time, but I think there should be a public conversations app with 1 billion plus people on it. Twitter has had the opportunity to to do this but hasn't nailed it hopefully we will and again you gotta i mean i know i know no one should feel bad for elon musk but the fact that he overpaid for twitter and then a new alternative to twitter comes out that might actually take over twitter just let this be a warning to all of my fellow billionaire power listeners out there. If you're ever going to buy a social media app, make sure there isn't a better version of that app coming out pretty soon. All right, let's get to Britney Spears. She was smacked in the face by San Antonio Spurs security. She wanted a picture with Victor Wembenyama. Did I pronounce that right? Um, and we've they've they've got a photo of it. I'm showing it on the Patreon right now, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. But obviously he's, I mean, I don't, maybe the security guard didn't even know who Britney Spears was. I mean, she kind of just can, I mean, I'm sure she can kind of blend in if you're not a fan of her. I don't know, maybe not. Uh, but in the photo, it's uh, the young NBA star, and then a witness says she tried to tap him on the shoulder, which led to things getting physical with security. Uh, received Then they received contrary information about the police investigation from a source high up in the Metro PD. Sources say this is indeed a criminal investigation, and they are taking the incident as serious as a heart attack. The source adds the case will likely be referred to the DA, although that does not mean criminal charges will be filed. Do they mean it's a criminal investigation because they're coming after the security guard? Britney Spears alleged, was allegedly assaulted Wednesday night in Vegas after a member of NBA phenom Victor, Victor Wembeyama's am I pronouncing that right? Wembenyama's security backhanded her in the face and she has filed a police report. So good on her for making sure she's you know taking care of herself uh absolutely wild story and we'll we'll probably be following this story for a good a good bit and speaking of other wild stories we've got more on the titan submersible right after a quick word from our sponsor Titan submersible implosion. Ocean Gate suspends all operations. Uh, newsflash, duh. 
Ocean Geet is pressing pause in the wake of the Titan submersible. I mean, I mean, what what are you supposed to do? Your CEO was killed in the wreckage. In a statement Thursday, OceanGate says it's suspending all exploration and commercial operations in the wake of last month's tragedy, which killed OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush and four others. Stockton was piloting the Titan submersible when it imploded during a dive. We all know that. There's several other submersibles aside from the Titan. Oh, OceanGate has several other submersibles aside from the Titan, but the company says none will be going below the surface anytime soon. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. We need to figure out, you know, to pre- you know, we need to prevent these sorts of uh, senseless catastrophes in the future. Um, what's some other content? Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant Pump is gone, but not dead. All the the staff is moving to TomTom. I don't know if you guys have been following this. The landlords have jacked up the price of rent for the location of uh, the Pump restaurant. Lisa Vanderpump's iconic West Hollywood restaurant Pump's doors are closed, but that doesn't mean the brand is done, according to Lisa, who's filling us in on what's next. She tells TMZ she's not shelving the Pump brand, and fans of the longtime hotspot could see it in a new location at some point in the future. She says she's taking some of her longtime Pump staff, bartenders, chef, and others over to TomTom, which she co-owns with Tom Sandoval and Tom Swartz. As we know, they are now filming the next season of Vanderpump pump rules and um it's probably not gonna be out for a long time but the drama shall continue all right i've got a clip here i want to share with you this might be an actual video tomorrow jason tartik is friends or at least knows joey from this season of the bachelorette and here it's here's him explaining how he kind of vouched for joey in the casting process this is jason tartik on caitlin bristow's Latest episode of Grape Therapy uh, off the Vine podcast. No, I thought it was now impressive. You think hot. <laughs> <laughs> like we were saying, we don't feel like connected to anyone yet, but that's how. Well, we feel connected, I'm connected to, to Joey. Joey, Aaron. I was connected to Joey before the show, though. Douche jar. No. Dollar right there. Look, Joey was a buddy of mine. Yeah, I know. The guy's amazing. I was co- and he was before the show. And I think everyone needs to know that, that like the day I met him, no, I know. he guy. told me he was from Hawaii. And I was like, that's Caitlin. It was the island he was from. Is your favorite place island. to visit. And I called you right after I met him. Yeah, I know. This, is, this had nothing. This was a year before he was picked to go on the show. No. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was two years, probably. A year and a half, two oh, years. Oh, I thought you met him and he said he was auditioning no, or something. No, 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 no. It was two years before. And the second, I was so... He left such an impression with me. I called you immediately after. I was like, you're not going to believe this guy I met. He's a, a pro tennis player out there. He said, he'll show us around anytime. His energy was amazing. The whole time he was smiling, the guy is an absolute gem. Yeah, he seems like a gem. He, he was in when he, so he reached out to me and he's like, hey, this this person's saying they're from the show casting me, like for a, they DM'd him. Like, and he's like, is this legit? I was like, I don't know that name. So I went to Melissa, the casting director. I was like, who is this person? Goes, oh, we just hired that person. It's legit. And I said, go get that guy. Mm. He is awesome. And <laughs> he's a great kisser, apparently, or at least a long kisser. <laughs> um, the, I just kept stopping. I'd like see beautiful girls in Vancouver and I'd be like, you, go, you should go to The Bachelor. And like, if they said hi or something, like if they, there's so many good looking girls in Vancouver, it's bizarre, but they would be like, Oh, nice to meet you or whatever. And I'd be like, 
I'm going to take a picture of you instead of just casting. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it works, right? If you've been on the show, you want to get other people to be on the show. It's like people with kids. Oh, you should have a kid. Yesterday, Tasha and I are in a hot tub, and someone's like, oh, get off your birth. They literally told Tasha to get off her birth control. They're like, you guys have to have, to have children. And we're like, why? How many kids do you have? They said four. I was like, this feels like one of those uh, multi-level marketing scams where you want me to try your uh, special uh, for- form of energy drink because uh, you've already bought a case of it that's taken up space in the garage. Either way, you should all make sure to subscribe to the podcast and Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal for bonus content. And boy, do we have it this week. I shared, I, I found, I found out I don't, I'm not blaming anybody. Sometimes when you write a roast joke, you find out that it's not allowed to be shared publicly because you offended someone so so badly. And that's exactly what happened on this joke that I wrote. I'm going to share with you the last four, three seconds of the joke. I mean, I literally can't share the joke, um, but this is the this is the response afterwards. I have to be careful. This is live on the Patreon. I got Katie's That was a joke that I wrote last minute because uh, Katie was wearing like a bralette, so she was showing off her core. So I said, uh, give it up for Katie's six-pack. That's what it took Blake to bang her in the fantasy suite. I know. Look, hey, guys, these aren't family-friendly jokes, but th- that's the one I could share. The one that I couldn't share with you is live on the Patreon. I've, I, got a, I got a notice from someone saying this is going to ruffle a lot of feathers and we'd rather this joke not be out there. Cue the X-Files music. So if you want to know what that joke is, you know where to go find it. But with regards to Jason Tartik on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, I actually hear that there's a lot of tea spilt in that episode. So go check it out. I'm going to be covering more of it tomorrow once I actually get to listen to it. I'm going to go listen by the poolside. As you guys know, this week I'm hanging out at the desert. I've actually, I'm going to be back in Hollywood tomorrow. I've got a show in Hollywood on Friday and then another one in Hollywood uh, on Saturday, actually Saturday, I have a seven o'clock show in Valencia in Santa Clarita. And then I have a nine thirty show in Hollywood. So going to be all over the place, putting the miles on the Tesla. Now, what I'm going to share next with you involves some spoilers. But again, there are no spoilers that say who the winner is. It's just a lot of speculation of who the top four is and who Charity followed that might spoil the ending. But again, we really don't know. It's a long bridge that we are crossing to make assumptions on this one. If you want to be completely in the dark and not understand any of these spoilers, now is the time to say goodbye. But if you trust me when I say, it's a fun one, it, 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 we don't know which, you know, again, these are not confirmed spoilers, but there is a pretty strong chance that this is her top four. And then uh, two of the four guys, she might be rumored to be, um, you know, to, to be the final guy. So there's no clear cut winner here. But anyway, I'm, I'm rambling on to just let you know, if you don't want that spoiler, now's your chance to tune away. Whenever I have these spoilers, I give you plenty of advance notice. All right, without further ado, here's our last clip of the day. I was actually in a hot tub yesterday with a bunch of random people that worked in reality TV. I happen to have met a very nice former producer of The Bachelor who has no current ties to the show. Although, you know, producers, they all talk. They said that Rachel Recchia on this season of Bachelor in Paradise 
is going to be messy. So that's just a little teaser for you guys. Rachel Recchia, going to be messy. Apparently, she brought bachelorette energy onto the beach, and no one was having it. Because, you know, I mean, look, hey, yeah, you were the bachelorette, but, uh, you know, you still got to win some hearts and minds over on the show. Will it be like an anxious moment? Look, we like Rachel Recchia, but when the cameras are turned on, and she's not in the control control position she's not in the cockpit if you will to use a pilot reference here it could be kind of ugly but we'll have to see how it all plays out for her and so there they are um rachel and gabby from uh charity season and so let's get into it here's who reality steve had for his final four we already shared this but i'm gonna share reality steve's final four and then we're gonna whittle it down to who charity might have picked based on who she followed so her final four xavier joey aaron and dotton Right. And there is rumors that Joey and Dotton are, you know, possible F1 or F2. We're going to get to those right now. So I don't have the graphic from Bachelor or whatever because it was from yesterday's Instagram story. But they posted a graphic that showed that Charity actually followed Joey's sister. And now, hold on. I know we're out on a limb here. We're, we're, we're branching off into a lot of hypotheticals. But here are the comments that people received finding out that Charity follows. No, why would Charity follow the sister of somebody she didn't choose? Would she? Look, I'm on my mobile setup here, so I don't have my X-Files button, but this is where I would play the X-Files button. If she, Charity, is wanting us to think the winner is Joey when he isn't, she's doing it the wrong way because how does her final one feel about this? Bye. My question is how does Charity know Joey's sister's username? Either producers told her or Joey did. Yeah, that's right. She didn't just randomly find Joey's sister. Maybe she did. Joey better be the winner because this follow ain't it. Charity wants mess honey. And, you know, look, on these types of shows, um, I responded to a comment yesterday about about someone accusing me of not being a fan of charity, which is just ridiculous. I mean, I love charity. We've got our charity. We'll be giving, a, you know, teacher wish list. There's so much charity going on on our channel. We love charity, especially Charity Lawson. Gotta love Charity Lawson. But... And any, any therapist will tell you this. Just because someone's a therapist or psychologist doesn't mean they don't like mess. They might like mess even more. They might really like mess. And maybe Charity saying, you know what? I'll throw this out there. And if she isn't with Joey, that would be a real baller kind of move to make. But at the same time, imagine she chooses Dotton and not Joey, right? Imagine Joey's a final two, final three. Joey's heartbroken. Would... Charity really have the gumption, the ovaries, the brass ovaries, to follow a guy whose heart she just broke's sister? I know I wouldn't do that. And so other people have posted this. Charity is either single with Joey or is willing to end her relationship over this man. Now, I don't know how that, you know, like there's so many possibilities and you might think, Dave, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? How is this even worth making a video? Look at me right in the eyes right now. It's July 6th. Is it the 6th or the 5th? It is July 6th. We don't have any other content to make. So you take this content, you jam it down your throat like some good old-fashioned foie gras before they ban this type of content we're making. Okay, so either way, what's this? Um, oh, lost a, lost my clip here. Oh, so here's another thought, okay? Another thought from Bachelor Sherlock. Because the question was Aaron. Aaron got a great uh, edit, right? One of the finalists here. Where's Aaron? He, there he is in the bottom left here. So Aaron got a nice edit to start the show. He's, uh, I think he had the first, did he have the first one on one date? So either 
either way, let's go to what is being said about Aaron. This is from Bachelor Sherlock. And you have to remember, Bachelor Sherlock is this weird, elusive account that has like no followers. It's a private account. And yet, Bachelor Sherlock released the season-ending photo that showed Zach Shellcross getting down on one knee in the fantasy suite. No, getting down on one knee in, on, uh, you know, at the altar or whatever the hell you want to call it when he proposed to Katie Bigger. So here's what Bachelor Sherlock had to say. I think that LinkedIn was correct after all, and he was eliminated after hometowns, that being Aaron. However, he was flown to Fiji to film that beach scene and to ask charity for another chance by the pool. I am not too sure if he was guaranteed fantasy date. This is most similar to Ben Smith coming back on Tasha's season. Ben Smith was eliminated after hometowns, but he came back and he did not get a fantasy date. I don't think charity took him back, though, unlike Tasha, hence why he is back in the USA. And that's the thought on Aaron, because we had a video that um, I don't need to pull it up right now. Actually, let's Let's just pull it up. We had a video from uh, earlier last week that had the, um, I think I think it was Aaron. We blurred it out, but it was Aaron on the beach in Fiji. And it was kind of like a tweet. Uh, um, I'm trying to see if we even have the video of it. Maybe it was from a, a while back, but it was him on the beach. Top three spoiled. Here it is. Let's go to it. Hello, everybody. So it was him on the beach. And, of course, that image was blurred out um, uh, on our end, but we don't know if it was what they call a red herring, which would be, of course, them you know, m making us think that it ends a certain way when it really doesn't. And again, we obviously don't have any of this information with us. So stay, uh, you know, hang tight for that. And let's see what else we have here. There was one more interesting storyline. So someone asked this, are you familiar? So this was from Charity's Q&A. Are you familiar with the song, Wipe Me Down? But what's important, what's interesting here is this is Charity on, I think, July 4th, or I don't know if it was July 4th weekend or whatever, a few days ago. And then we had a bunch of arms in the background and people go, oh, who's wearing the skirt on the left? Oh, who's this? So clearly her finalist isn't the guy behind her. She's not going to pull a Caitlin Bristow and just spoil the whole thing accidentally. So whose arm is it right here is the question. And people were thinking maybe that's Dotton. So let's, there's Dotton right here. Again, are we, are we, go <laughs> are we speculating too far? Now Dotton we have here was one of the finalists. So let's go to reality Steve here, right? Dotton is here in the bottom right, one of the finalists. And so could it be that what Dotton was in the back of her photo? I mean, look, we would you be so brazen to post a Q&A photo even in the same house as somebody? I mean, I'd be worried there'd be reflections coming off the coffee pot mixer. You know what I mean? So many different co coffee pot mixer. You get the point. Either way, that's where they are. And she also had, and I might have lost it already, she had another photo um, of uh, her. Oh, I must have lost it. She had a photo uh, kind of, obje not objectifying, but um, kind of a quote retweeting uh, is, is that the word quote re retweeting? Um, Dotton. Oh, here it is. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's Aaron, right? Uh, my God. She, so she responded, my God today. And so people are thinking, oh my gosh, imagine if she's with Joey, why would she post, you know, something thirsty about him? But of course, look, if her finalist is Joey, he's going to have to understand she's going to be throwing out some things to make it a little bit uh, less obvious. 
Now, I know sometimes when I share a YouTube clip, you can't always get all the visuals, but I, I try to be as descriptive as possible. So it's, it's obviously a very irreverent barrel scraping type of spoiler in the sense that we don't know for sure if she followed someone's sister for whatever reasons. Maybe she just wanted to promote their Etsy account. Again, who the hell knows what's going on out there, right? But either way, that's going to do it for us today. That's your entertainment news. Like I said, we'll have more content coming to you tomorrow. I'll also have our Driving with Dave episode up on the podcast tomorrow. We are featuring Dr. Diane Strakowski. Again, look, sometimes the episodes that don't have like a famous verified person like a Susie Evans or whatever, they don't always do as well. But I'm telling you guys right now. It's free therapy to hear what Diane has to say. She's got years of experience. She's got multiple degrees. And, and, and she's really hits the nail on the head when taking a look at these reality show relationships and sort of applying the life lessons we can find for our lives as we kind of watch the show and try to avoid the mistakes they make in our daily lives. So you're going to enjoy that one tomorrow. But either way, we're wrapping it up right now on the day. Uh, if you want to see my uh, poolside view, go to my Instagram, dneals. I'm also on threads. If you want, you can go check me out on threads by the same username, dneals. Or if you want to go support us on Patreon and listen to the roast, patreon.com slash D-A-V-E-N-E-A-L. That's patreon.com slash Dave Neal. All right, folks, have an excellent one. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.